You're listening to the Communicate with Confidence podcast with me and your host, Luke Maxwell. This podcast is dedicated to helping you build your confidence, increase your communication skills, and implement practical business strategy. In this episode number 33, we're talking about communicating, yes, but communicating through social media. Now, I run a marketing firm. And so I do social media professionally. And there's one thing that I haven't talked about yet, and I can't believe I haven't, because social media is the way now to share your story, to get an audience, to to, to sell a product, to build a brand. It is the thing right now. I mean, it's been the thing. I mean, I'm not telling you any. I'm not teaching you anything with this. But... It, when it comes to social media, we can forget that that is a commu- that is communicating, and just like public speaking, or just like interpersonal communication, it's the same thing. It's interpersonal communication mixed with public speaking, and filtered through a screen. And so, because of that, it has several unique properties. Now, I'm gonna kind of go through what is communicating through social media, what should it look like, and what are some practical tips for you to grow your audience, to engage that audience, and maybe if I have time, I'll get into how to turn that audience into a profit. And when I say that, it doesn't mean like you're just selfish and, oh, I have these numbers, which are people, and I'm going to just steal money from No, that's not it at all. It's about giving your audience what they want in exchange for money. Like that, it benefits everybody involved. That's the goal of business is always to benefit everybody. And so when it comes to social media, first thing, right, to understand is you're communicating and you got to tell your story. Now, if you're managing a big brand and you're telling the brand story and a subset of stories would be employees stories. And a good way to do that is actually use The stories feature on Instagram and Snapchat is to tell those day-to-day stories, you know, of the employees and all that kind of stuff. Um, I know Hootsuite and Buzz, Buzz, um, Hootsuite does it well. Um, Some other brands do it well. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but they showcase their employees and what their employees are up to really well. And so because of this, so you got to tell your story and, but how, right? Here's a quick, just easy way. I like to make this as simple as easy as possible. Is you're telling the story past, present, and future. So you're telling the story of your past. What how what happened in your life to bring you to this moment? You're telling the story of your present. What's happening right now? Are you at an event? How are you feeling? It depends on your brand, of course. Like, But like for me, I'll talk about how I'm feeling. What's going on right now? I'm speaking at this event. For my past, I'll talk about how I got there, lessons I've learned, where I was, and what the situation was to either to entertain and inform. And then, of course, the future. Now, this is something that many, many people forget about and something that makes really compelling storytelling is where you dream to be. I want you to think about that for a second. Think about what, okay, my life, my brand, whether I work for a brand or my personal brand or both, where do I want to be and how can I, con- how can I convey that to my audience? Interesting, right? And that's another way to differentiate yourself because lots of people aren't doing that future storytelling. They're just doing the present and sometimes the past. 
a way to do all three is a way to really compel your audience, create a dynamic 3D four or 4D version, right? No, 3D, 3D version of your brand and to really engage your audience. And so that's when it comes to storytelling. Now, storytelling is the most important. Now, of course, with communication, communication standards such as fillers, keep it as short as possible. And every thing with social media is that there's so much competition. And because there's so much competition, people have spend less time on your posts. Now, with Instagram, the funny thing is that Long copy, I'm talking like 300, 500 words, actually does pretty well, usually. I mean, I would say depending on your audience, but I'm saying if you have an audience, especially of like 13 to 25-year-old girls, it does really, really well. Same and it's, and the same thing with guys. Don't get me wrong, um, but it does it does slightly it does it it does slightly worse with long copy with the guys, um, but it makes really compelling storytelling. You know, really long form content within Instagram, and of course, Instagram is so visual. It's my favorite um, platform out of them all. I'm growing on Twitter and Facebook. Don't talk to me about Facebook right now. <laughs> I have too many problems with Facebook and all their business tools to really enjoy it. Um, so remember, you know, that's that's one principle of communication that needs to transfer over is concise storytelling. When you're speaking long form and, and you know, going on tangents and not and really just like talking about things and filler and it's not effective. It's not entertaining. Like you're probably just listening to that last five seconds right now made you tune out because you just weren't interested. And I always like to give real life examples here. And so that's okay. So that's the second thing. Okay. So right now we've got tell your story, past, present, and future, and then concise storytelling. The other thing is to really understand who your audience is. And that the great thing about this is that with public speaking, you can usually have an idea. Let's say you speak at a high school. Okay, you have a group of high schoolers, right? That's pretty content. That's pretty, you know, a precise audience. But with Instagram, you can build an audience of high schoolers who like D&D or college students are into, who are into soccer, and you can do that through, you know, ads targeted those kinds of people and just the storytelling of towards those kinds of people, content that those, that demographic will be interested in. And many times the demographic that you attract is the demographic that you're in because you understand that so well. And people who are in that demographic like like looking at someone like them. And because number one, it can be inspiring if you're ahead of them in some regard. And number one, it's a lot easier to be friends with someone who's like you, who has the same interest as you, who looks like you, talks like you. It's a lot easier to be really engaged with that, with a person like you. So usually your demographic will be, you know, someone like you. Although, of course, it could be different, right? It could always be different. Um, You could market really well, in fact, in maybe cross-marketing to a different demographic than you are and really storytelling to them from your perspective. I've seen it done really well. And that's part of what I've done as well with some of my brands is building audiences with people who, you know, don't, who aren't like me, you know, in some way or shape or form. And so that's, you know, that's third thing. Um, finally, just like communication, I'm trying to keep this as condensed as possible, just because I know I can ramble and I'm really working on that really well, especially in the podcast form. 
The final thing is just like public speaking, just like interpersonal communication, you have to tell your truth. And I know we've seen famous, you know, take it to an extreme such as that, was he a rapper, I think, that, you know, pretended he was on a private plane and um, someone took a picture of him on just a regular um, flight and everyone just called him out about that, right? That's an obvious exaggerated version of not telling your truth. But really what that means is being honest, being open, being transparent, you know, not not putting on a facade of perfectness because nobody really likes that. Because after a while, it gets kind of get boring. You're just, you know, a perfect, you know, that's that's not entertaining. That's not someone can't connect with that. And you'll notice that I've seen I've seen this a lot. I've, I've actually been watching. I want to take this example. I know I said I want to keep this concise. And now I'm going off on a tangent. But this applies. So. Uh, recently, I watched an old, old clip um, of The Tonight Show. I think with Johnny Carson, if he, if that was the correct show. I don't, I don't know TV at all. Um, and the difference in their mannerisms, it's just, it, and the entire show was so different than now. And now you'll see um, hosts, you know, acting much casual, more casually. Um, much less professionally, you know, doing things that you would never see back then, as far as I know, you know, from what I've watched. And, and I saw it transform. Um, and just recently, when I saw a really old clip, I think it's from like the 70s, you know, I think that that's almost 50 years ago. That's just unbelievable. Uh, maybe 40 years ago. I'm not sure when all those shows started. And so that was that was one thing that just kind of popped in my mind is that, wow, these shows realize that to compete with social media influencers, YouTubers, they have to relate on a personal level with the audience to get them personally involved in the host, not just the show, because imagine you have two, you have two options, a show which you don't really care, you don't really know the person all that well, and it's just like entertaining, or you have another option of somebody who you know and love. And think about your favorite YouTuber, your favorite Instagrammer, and think about your, you know, even your favorite celebrity. And think about how well you know them, even though you may have never met them. And that's a lesson to take. And that, and that also, that's just a, that's just a piece of advice for your public speaking, is, is you want people to know and love you. Is that, that's really, really what you want. And I know it's not easy, and not everyone will know. And maybe people who know you maybe will love you, and that's okay. Maybe they're not in your right demographic, but that's really that's really the goal here. And so take those take those communication um, tips, advice, whatever you want to call them, and start applying them to your social media content. And watch what happens. And don't be afraid to be transparent. Don't be afraid to have it rough. Don't be afraid to have it not perfect. And maybe look a little bit ugly, maybe not so flattering. Because that is what's going to endear you to your audience. Of course, if you just post terrible you know, pictures and videos all the time, <laughs> that's, not gonna, that's very unlikely to build an audience. Especially on Instagram where everything is all pretty and everything like that. But... Those, that's my lesson for you today um, on communicating through social media. And um, for those of you watching this right now, yes, I said watching this because this is going to be up on YouTube and Facebook.
because why not? Because I got a new camera today and I'm super stoked about it. So um, some of the, not every podcast because I don't have time to edit every single podcast um, and film everyone because sometimes in a rush to, but most of my podcast now will be up on Facebook and YouTube. So look for the links in the show notes at lukedmaxwell.com slash podcast. Um, I'll have the video here so you can see my face while I'm talking, if that's something you, if that's something you want. Um, but otherwise, remember to always look on the positive side of things.